Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Mayo, author of Not Another Diet Book and owner of Nourished, a coaching service that is dedicated to helping you feel amazing in your body and helping you thrive. Today's episode is going to basically take the concept I built my coaching practice around and run with it. This is something that has been coming up over and over and over again in my DMs and in my coaching session, and that is a need for tools. <laughs> and I'm not talking a hammer and a saw. I am talking emotional regulation tools, tools to help us keep our peace, feeling grounded, and feeling capable because when we are stuck in times of our lives where we feel like our vibes are simply not vibing or like we're kind of stuck like in a funk, whether that be a little tiny baby funk, like, okay, I'm just a little bit off from where I want to be, or a big, massive, how the fuck did I get here funk, it can feel kind of impossible to get to where you want to be. And so today we're going to talk about the tools I prescribe and the tools I personally use and have been using very much lately to keep me feeling grounded, to keep me feeling clear, and most importantly, to keep me feeling capable of being who I want to be in my life. And honestly, these are also the things I lean heavily upon that keep me feeling capable and clear and grounded when I am in a place where I feel like everything is going well. And I think that's really important to point out. We cannot come to true self-care practices only when we're feeling desperate and then completely disregard them when we get back to feeling good because that is going to keep us in this cycle. These are all things that, yes, are absolutely going to help you shake off that funk, shake off those shitty feeling vibes, but these are also things that should be maintained, that should be kept up upon because they're going to make it so you stay in a place of feeling really good and feeling really clear and feeling really grounded in your knowing and in your authenticity. Like anything, the goal isn't just to get there. The real goal is to develop a process that helps you stay there and stay there with as little effort as possible. And so I am going to throw a bunch of balls at you. And I hope that you take the ones that slap you in the face. I hope you take the ones that you feel called to catch. And most importantly, I hope you also take the ones that you hear and you're like, ooh, I really don't want that ball. That ball's going to cost me a lot of work, but holy shit, do I know I need that ball? I hope you lean in and I hope you absorb those ones too, because I promise you the ones that you feel resistance around Those are usually, and by usually I mean always, (laughs) the ones that will give you the biggest and most delicious and wonderful impact. And forgive me for once again using my ever so loved volleyball analogy, but that's just what it feels like here, right? It feels like I'm just in this game with you, just throwing out ideas, and by no means do I expect all of these ideas to stick. They shouldn't, right? Some things are going to resonate with you. Some things are not. That is totally fine. We are all individuals. But I hope you know that 
it's coming from a fun place. It's coming from a loving place. And most importantly, it is coming from a place of I am in this game with you. I am here with you. I am giving you advice because this is what I do, not because I have it all figured out, but because I am in it with you and I'm curious and I'm ever exploring and ever evolving. And really, that's the key word here, I think. It is being able to evolve, being able to grow, being able to keep our bodies, our headspace, our minds in a place that feels safe enough to explore and to push our boundaries and to step outside of our comfort zones and to be careful, careful, (laughs) to be comfortable trying new things. Because if we're in a place where we just feel off, where we feel shaky, where we feel shitty, it's really hard to step outside of our comfort zones, even when those comfort zones are the very same things keeping us stuck, right? That's why we self-sabotage. We don't self-sabotage because we're losers. We don't self-sabotage because we can't do it, I think, differently because we're just, you know, idiots who can't get our shit together. That's not true. We self-sabotage because it's what we know, because it is something that we can control. We know when we participate in that behavior, we can predict the outcome. It doesn't matter that that outcome is shitty. It doesn't matter that that outcome is something we want to avoid. It is what we know. So when we are in a place where we just feel off, it's hard to allow ourselves the capacity to expand and try something different because it is one more unknown, right? And that can feel really, really scary. And so, you know, all that to say, if you're feeling great, which I absolutely hope is the case, this is still an important episode for you because these practices will allow you to stay feeling great. And the more that we lean into them, the bigger our ability to expand and to evolve and to grow will be. All right, (laughs) I promise I'm done going off on tangents and I'm going to get into it right now. This is, these are rather the things that I do and I give away as advice and tools to keep me feeling clear and grounded or to get me back to feeling clear and grounded. They are in no particular order because they are all of equal importance and really dependent At some points in our life, some of them will be more important than others, and you're the only person who can know that. So again, let's go back to our game of dodgeball. The ones that slap you in the face or the ones that you feel a lot of resistance around, those are probably the ones that you need the most. Coming in hot with the first one, and that is not leaning into the negative. Now, what the fuck do I mean by that? I'm glad you asked. Because I'm happy to explain. When I say not leaning into the negative, I mean not allowing our thoughts and our words and our actions to continue down a path that is not serving us. Let's break them down piece by piece. We'll start with thoughts. Thoughts are the hardest to control, but they're also the easiest to control. We talked about this last week. Your feelings are not facts. It is the same thing with thoughts. Just because you think it, it does not mean it is true. And that is really important to know, especially when we are thinking about other people. How often do you think so-and-so is talking about me, so-and-so is judging me, so-and-so doesn't like me, so-and-so doesn't think I'm capable, so-and-so doesn't respect me, all of those things. The truth is you can never know what somebody feels about you. You can never know what somebody truly thinks about you. And that's scary, but it's also freeing because it reminds us that Our opinion of us is truly the only one that matters. So long as we are standing in our integrity, 
That's all we can do, right? That is all we can do. That is all we have control over, how we show up in situations, not how other people perceive us in those situations. That's really, really important. And so when you're experiencing negative thoughts, negative self-talk, remind yourself, take my mantra. I don't do that anymore. Remind yourself, this is not helping me. I don't need to think like this anymore. I don't need to fall into this trap anymore. I cannot know if this is the truth. Whatever phrase or feeling or something to remind you to disrupt that emotion because it's none of your business. I mean, that's another really, really good one. When you hear yourself thinking that somebody is judging you or whatever, it's none of my business. You could never, ever know. Don't allow your thoughts to trail down that line of thinking. Disrupt them. Do something different. Remind yourself that you do not know and it is absolutely none of your business and anything that you are telling yourself is a story that you are making up. And so it's your responsibility to make sure that those stories are working in your favor. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be challenging at first. But like anything, it's a habit. It's a muscle. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are going to become doing it and the less often you're going to hear those voices. So really lean into that. And then as far as your words, when we're in a negative headspace, when we're upset, when we're feeling attacked, when we're just in a shitty mood, for me, it's like the few days before my period. The few days before my period, I don't love this about myself. Please don't judge me, friends, but we're in an honest space here. And like I said, I'm always in it with you. So I know for myself, my period really, really affects my headspace the few days before that. You know, I don't like it at all. And really, all I want to do is talk shit and be bitchy. I know that, right? And so I know to be on high alert with what my text and fingers are doing. I know to be on high alert with what my mouth is saying because I don't want to show up in the world like that. I don't want to be that person. And it's my responsibility to make sure that I am not doing those things right? So when I say don't lean into the negative with your words, I mean, don't fucking gossip. Don't talk shit. Don't spread rumors. Don't say things about somebody that you would not say to their face. And again, you guys, I just said it. I'm saying this with you. I'm not saying this because like I'm some perfect ideal human being. I'm saying it because it's important. I'm saying it because our karma is what we create. And I'm saying what we say about others says a lot more of ourselves. And that sucks, right? And it's often our own insecurities and our own feelings of we are not worthy enough, we are not good enough, whatever the situation may be. That's what we're really expressing when we're speaking negatively of somebody else. And so remind yourself that because it's going to help keep your peace. And the, the thing here is we can lie to ourselves and we can say we're venting, right? Oh, we're just venting. I'm just getting this off of my chest. And we tell ourselves it's productive. It's not. It's us bitching. It's us complaining. We are doing absolutely nothing productive to fix the situation unless we are willing to sit down with the person (laughs) and have that conversation with them, not with somebody else, right? And so call your bullshit there. When you feel like leaning into the negative with your words, ask yourself, is this truly productive or am I just word vomiting to make myself feel better? to justify my position in the situation, to get this off of my chest when really, yes, you are unloading it off of your chest, but what you're doing is you're asking your friends, your loved ones, your family to pick up that energetic load for you. And that's shitty, right? So instead, don't do it. 
If you need to vent, if you need to bitch, get out your journal. Write whatever the fuck you want and then rip the page out and throw it away. Type it away on your keyboard and then delete your file. Like say it out loud, but not to anybody else. Just get it off your chest. Do not allow yourself to be pulled down deeper into that negative emotion by using your words in a negative light. And then your actions. This is the case of the fuckets, right? This my my binge restrict girlies will know exactly what I'm talking about here. The, oh, fuck it. I already ruined my diet. Might as well have that Sunday I don't need. Fuck it. I already ate three slices of pizza. Might as well finish the whole entire thing. Oh, fuck it. I already had a drink. Might as well have seven more. That is what I'm talking about when I am saying don't allow your actions to go down that negative road. It makes no fucking sense, right? If you popped your tire, you want to pull over and say, mm, well, fuck it. I already I already broke this one. Let me slash out the other four. If you broke your arm, you wouldn't say, well, might as well break the other one while I'm here. Do not do that with your actions. Whatever the situation may be, whenever you feel that you have made a mistake, pause, come back to the present moment, come back into your body, take a deep breath, Fill your lungs up, breathe out all that bullshit air that's currently being held into your body. Get as weird with it as you want to get. Say your mantra, don't do this anymore, you know, or whatever you feel called to, whatever resonates with you. And then ask yourself, how can I choose to show up differently right now? What can I do for myself right now? The answer isn't going to be like, well, I'm going to run a marathon right now. I am going to overall my whole life right now. No, the answer can be, I'm going to sit back down and I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go take a shower. I am going to change my physical location, which means I'm going to get out of my kitchen and go sit down somewhere else, right? It is going to be a small little shift because that's all you need. Your only responsibility is not to allow yourself to run off with a case of the buckets, to not allow one bad, in quotations, there's no bad choices, only, you know, we can take bad takeaways from them. A bad takeaway would be continuing down that road. Anything else is just an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to do better. And so when you find yourself in those situations where you have done something that you know is not within your integrity, so if you find yourself talking shit, right, stop it. Shut the conversation down immediately. Call yourself out. You guys, I am so sorry. I dragged you into this. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I shouldn't be saying these things about so-and-so, whatever. Let's change the subject right? Like it it works with everything, not just with food. It works with every single situation. Just remind yourself, I am not going to participate in this anymore. Call it out, take a deep breath and move on. Let it be that easy because it can be that easy. And again, these, the not going down the negative, yes, those were three different situations, but these are things that we are going to need to stay on top of all the time all the time because when we're in a funk it's going to be really easy to stay in that funk by keep repeating those behaviors by staying on that negative path that negative path feels really good feels good to eat for dopamine it feels good to drink it feels good to numb out our emotions it feels good to talk shit it feels good to gossip all of those things feel good it's our responsibility to remind ourselves nope i'm not doing that and then when we are feeling good, it's our responsibilities to catch ourselves in our bullshit and go, yeah, no, this is this is calling in something that I don't want, right? Like my words are shaping my reality. My actions are shaping my reality. My behaviors is who I am. And so I'm not doing this anymore. And let it be simple and just keep it moving. Another thing that really ties along really, really well, especially with the no gossiping, the no talking shit thing is 
use that unfollow button on social media. <laughs> because how many times do you see something that somebody posted and you're like, what the fuck is this person thinking? <laughs> right? We've all been there. We all know what it feels like. So instead of using that as an opportunity to judge, to talk shit, to think negatively, use that as an opportunity to clear your feed and unfollow because, oh my goodness, does hitting that unfollow button, hitting that mute button, whatever you need to do. I understand sometimes it's it's our friends, it's our family, right? Like those are the people that can be the most triggering to us and we don't want to necessarily like unfollow them because we don't want to hurt their feelings. So mute them, right? Just mute them, snooze them for 30 days, whatever you need to do, do that. It's going to help you keep your peace more than you know. Like, promise me, I use that liberally because, and it's my bullshit, it's not them, right? And same with you, it's your bullshit, it's your shit, you're the person judging. We're not saying that from like a high horse, like, oh, I'm muting them. No, 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 no. It's recognizing this is triggering to me and my triggers are my responsibility to deal with. And so this is what I'm going to do because it's the kindest for myself, for my energy, and for my relationship with this person. And if you have no relationship with that person, then yeah, just like unfollow and move along. Let it be easy. And another thing that I'm going to get some hate for, but it's really, really important is I'm sorry, true crime girlies. True crime is fucking with your vibes, right? It's just, it's, when you think about it, it's really kind of gross because it's true. It happened. It's not like a made-up fictional story. If you need, like I'm a psychological thriller girly. I love a psychological thriller. Those things pull me in, but they're fiction. They never really happened. When we are consuming like this true crime culture that we're just consuming and hearing about real people who experienced real hurt with real families still in the world dealing with these real losses and tragedies, that's just, it ain't good. It ain't good for our vibes. I don't think it's good for us as a culture. Like there's a whole rabbit hole that we could go in. Like what are we consuming? What are we normalizing? What are we sexualizing? What are we like making salacious for people? Like there really should not be a culture around this. It, it should be kind of banned and taboo I think we should leave it there and it's our responsibility to do that just again for us as a people because do we want to be remembered 100 years from now is is the generation of women who like listened to all these weird tales and tragic tales for fun like no that doesn't say good things about us and so we should move away from that for that reason but also for our vibes right it's just we know. We know it's real people. We know it's a horrific situation. We know that it is awful. And we also know, yeah, it it happened. Tragedies like this exist, but we don't need to draw more attention to them for our own headspace. And so moving away from that, especially if you're somebody who deals with anxiety or depression, gonna really, really recommend it. And again, I know how easy it is to fall down those rabbit holes, but just Watch how you respond to it, right? Watch how it feels to you. Notice how it really feels. I guarantee you, just like talking shit doesn't feel good when you really start to pay attention, it's not going to feel good to listen. It's going to feel a little dirty. It's going to feel a little grimy. And so notice that and move away from it. And I'm sorry in advance, but hey, it's my podcast. I can say that things here, (laughs) but I really, truly, I wouldn't be saying it if I did not think it was for your benefit. And... 
the last two. The first one I want to dig into quickly because we already kind of covered it when we were talking about not going down negative roads with our words, and that is feeling the need to defend yourself in a situation. For me, that's a huge, like, personal red flag. If I feel the need to, like, defend myself against something, it usually means that I have done something outside of my integrity that I am trying to justify right this is why I reacted in that way because this happened that means I'm acknowledging my wrongdoing in really a roundabout way so there's that to think about and I really encourage you to think about that like okay how am I participating in my own problems because the more that we can take responsibility and ownership for the shit that is bothering us the more we can change it hard pill to swallow, but holy shit, is it effective, (laughs) right? It does a lot of good when we're able to do that. But also, there are going to be situations that really are just going to be below you, that really are not worth your time. They're not worth your energy. And so let them be that way. Leave them. Just, yeah, sure. If that's what they say happened, that's what happened. Like, just keep that I don't care energy because if that's really how you feel, if you're saying I don't care, mean it. Which means you don't fucking care. Keep it moving. Drop the need to make yourself the good guy. Drop the need to make yourself the victor. Drop the need to make yourself the person who was doing right in the situation. If you don't care, let that be the energy and just let anybody have whatever opinion of you that they're going to have because it's none of your business, right? Like that is a major, major way to keep your energy. And then... The last one, which ties up all of these because it is so important with all of these, is learning to set boundaries. Learning to set boundaries with other people, right? Because that's important. We are going to feel drained. We're going to feel depleted. We're going to feel shitty if we're constantly saying yes to things that we really should be saying no to. That's important. And let me know if you want to dig in more to boundaries. We can absolutely do a whole other podcast on that because it's a big topic, but it's also topics that like everybody is talking about right now so I don't know if it's really necessary that I bring more to the table here so you know give me your feedback on that what I think is not talked about enough is making boundaries with ourselves right holding ourselves accountable telling ourselves yeah no I am not doing that in really meaning that when we're able to set boundaries with ourselves, one, it makes setting boundaries with other people and situations so much easier, but it makes it so we don't even have to, right? And so like the first thing we talked about, don't go down negative trails. Don't use your words negatively. Don't say fuck it if you feel like you've eaten in a way that was not in alignment with how you want to eat, like all of those things. That's a boundary that you are setting with yourself. Remind yourself, I'm not showing up for myself in my life like this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore holding yourself accountable to those standards, deciding what they are, that is so important. And yes, it's going to take some work. And yes, it is going to be something that you have to put conscious effort into at first. But the more you do it, the easier it will be. And it will allow things to happen so much easier for you. And it will allow you to feel so much better in the long run. And like we talked about in the beginning, it'll allow you to stay feeling good, to stay on top of it, to stay feeling clear, to stay feeling grounded. And if you do feel a little bit off now and then, you're just going to be just that, an inch or two off from where you want to be. And you can get yourself 
right back there with just a little tiny bit of effort. I'm going to tie it up here. As always, if you have any questions, you know where to find me. If you feel called to schedule a session, we can dive into these topics so deeply in an hour and it can create the most beautiful shifts with really a little bit of time, a little bit of intention and with me guiding you through kind of where we should be looking, where we should be poking around, where we should be setting our own personal boundaries, what we should be focusing on, like taking time to do that. It just, I love to see the transformation that can happen in these sessions and in these calls. So if you feel called to do that, reach out or head to my website and we can hop on a session really soon. Next week, we're going to dive into growth mindset super excited for that conversation. It's the perfect time for it. We're coming into the fall, which means it's time to release our bullshit so we can expand into exactly who we want to be, which is where the growth mindset comes in. So I really hope you will join me for it. And in between now and then, I hope you have the most delicious days and I hope I see you back next week. (music) 